Hi, welcome to 1010 Prayer Online. How are you tonight? We have been talking about sacrifice and how sacrifice is a secret of the power of the altar. Tonight, I'm just going to move away from that and also talk about the power of the altar, the power of praying to God lies in one word, agreement. Agreement. So turn with me to Matthew chapter 18. You will know this story and this verse very, very well. So Matthew chapter 18, and I'm going to read from verse 18 and 19. I tell you the truth, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there am I with you. Now, I'm not going to talk about binding this and loosing because that's not my pet topic. I still don't understand it. But actually, I was reading in the message version and it really gave me an understanding. In the message version, it actually says, when you, whatever you agree on earth is agreed in heaven. In fact, message says, a yes on earth is a yes in heaven. Wow, a no on earth is a no in heaven. I thought that was beautiful, simple understanding of this binding and losing stuff. Whatever is a yes on earth, when you build the altar, God says yes. Whatever is a no on earth, God says no. I'm not going to go into any theological explanation of that. But to me, the word that God spoke to me as I just read it in the message version, He says prayer is an agreement between heaven and earth. Isn't that amazing? So when God puts something in our hearts and we can say, yes, Lord, and we pray to it, and when we, ask, when we seek God and we find out that this is what God wants to do, doing the will of God, it becomes a yes on earth. So because we are longing for God's will to be done, the yes on earth becomes a yes in heaven. And when we say, in the name of Jesus, I see all this around me. It is wrong, Lord. I, I don't agree to it. In the name of Jesus, I re re rebuke it or whatever it is. That is a no in heaven as well. So that's the first thing, the power of the agreement between heaven and earth. That's why in the prayer altar, we need to know the will of God. Once we know the will of God, we pray into that will of God, then heaven endorses our prayer. Isn't that amazing? Now, the second thing that's necessary when we pray is the second verse, uh, verse 19. Again, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there am I with you. In other words, the power of prayer is also not just agreement with God, but agreement with one another. That's where two or three are gathered together, Jesus says, I am in your midst. So the, remember, the purpose of prayer is the presence of God. And when the presence of God comes, there is power. Otherwise, it's an ineffective altar. But what prevents God from coming into our altars when there's disagreement? You know, someone asked me a question many years ago, and it's a kind of a funny question, but I'm going to share it with you. So this guy asked me, a pastor, what if when I pray, I ask God for uh, a Ferrari car? And my wife, when she prays, she asks God for 
uh, fridge. You know, we women are interested in the house, right? We won't ask for Ferrari cars. We just need a fridge, an oven, a washing machine, that kind of stuff. Then she asked me, who, what, who, who will God answer? What will God, who, who, whose prayer is going to be answered? And I thanked the Lord for spirit of wisdom. And I said to them, do you know what, do you want to know what my answer was? Very simple. My answer was neither because there's no agreement. Well, I thought that was brilliant myself, but I think it was the Spirit of God teaching me that when there's no agreement, there is no answer. Because God works on agreement. And that's why sometimes when you go and hear people pray, one is almost uh, cancelling out the prayer of the other. I just want you to look at a couple of verses to show how important agreement is. Now, Mark 11, verse 25, you don't have to turn to it. Jesus tells about us going up to pray. And when we go up to pray, it says in the Bible, if you hold a grudge against your brother, leave all your offerings. Remember, sacrifice, we want to do so much for God. Leave it at the altar. Go and just ask for a restitution in that relationship before coming to me at the altar. Why? Because without that unity of spirit, we actually annul all our prayers. Quite serious, right? But look at another one, which I thought was very good for husband and wife. 1 Peter chapter 3. So turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 3. And here it says, verse 7, all right? 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7. Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wife and treat her with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Now, I'm sure it applies to wives as well. In other words, why is the relationship of husband and wife need to be in synergy, need to be right? Because they're praying. And even though the husband may not pray with the wife, but God's going to hinder his prayer if he doesn't realize that he needs to love his wife, he needs to do his part to build that relationship. The most important relationship is the husband and wife relationship. In the same way, I would say, I'm going to speak to wives now, right? Wives, it's not important whether the husband has been kind to you, love you or not, but it's important that we submit to our husbands, we are respectful of them. Why? Because if we are not no matter how hard we pray, our prayers are hindered. Now, I don't want to be nasty, but I feel the Spirit of God saying this to me. Could that be the reason why our husbands are not safe? Could that be the reason why there is no family relationship that is fruitful in the home? Could that be the reason? Could we just be so upset with each other. Could that be the reason why we're not seeing some answers to our prayers for our children? I know I've left you with a serious thought, but I just felt the Spirit of God say this to me. And I just felt that it's important that we honor God in that family relationship because God wants to bring blessings Amen. He wants to bless our family. But when there's no agreement, God cannot bless. 
Perhaps we should look at Psalm 133, shall we? Psalm 1, we'll end with this Psalm. Psalm 133, because the Spirit of God is telling me, close with this Psalm. Psalm 133. Psalm 133 speaks how beautiful it is when brethren dwell in unity. All right, have you got it? All right, I'll read it. How good and pleasant it is when brothers live together in unity. It is that precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down upon the collar of his robes. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion, and when the Lord, for there, the Lord bestows his blessing. In fact, in some versions it says, for there, the Lord commands a blessing, even life forevermore. Wow. Do you know that when we gather together back as cell groups, even as a church, the key thing we must work on is this oneness, agreement in our hearts and our spirits. Agreement doesn't mean we must agree with every, each other's opinions. No, it's just it's an agreement in the spirit, giving respect to each other's thoughts. And as we do that, the precious oil of anointing that comes upon the church will just flow right down to every person. And I just love this in verse 3. For there, the Lord commands a blessing. Amen? So the whole purpose of agreement is to bring down God's blessing. And that is the power of the altar. Amen? Agreement is the power of the altar. Come, let's just come together and come and pray together. O oh Lord God, truly how blessed is it, it is when we brethren dwell together in unity and yet it's probably the hardest thing at all. But I believe as you speak to us, as we offer you sacrifices of praise, I think one of the sacrifices that we will have to make is to consider our brother better than ourselves and not to think too highly of ourselves. But whenever we think too highly of ourselves, there can be no unity. We thank you so much. We are all sinners saved by grace. At the cross of Jesus Christ, none of us are better than the other. Truly, Lord, you are worthy, worthy of it all for us to even work upon this aspect of unity. Father, tonight I want to pray for husbands and wives, children and parents. Oh, Lord God, you have given us many ways to come together as a family and to stay as one. We bless you, Lord, that even over this whole COVID-19, many families built an altar. And now, help us, Lord, as families to go to the next stage, which is to lay down our pride, lay down our selfishness so that you can come in and our prayers will not be hindered. Lord, I sense you're saying to us, one of the sacrifices we have to make is our pride and our self-centeredness and always wanting our ways. Lord, we thank you so much. You're showing us so many things so that your blessings can flow and our prayers would not be hindered. We ask, so, Lord God, that this will be the spirit of the church the spirit inside the families, 
after COVID-19, after COVID-19, the best thing that can come out of this is a spirit of oneness that will flow into the family, that will flow even out to the church and from the church into the world. For indeed, O Lord, where there is unity, God commands a blessing. And Lord, we want to pray too for our nation, that you would be able to bless our nation because we who love you want to be in synergy, in unity of heart to bless our nation. We want to agree the agreements, the power of agreement you have said where two or three are gathered together, agreeing about something, the Lord will be in our midst. So tonight, we all agree that you will bless Malaysia. We want to bless Malaysia with good governance, with righteous governance. We want to bless Malaysia with continual peace. We want to bless Malaysia that there'll be wisdom coming to our leaders. We want to bless Malaysia that indeed the COVID-19 will not go through a third wave. We want to bless Malaysia that every evil spirit will be banished from our land. We thank you, O Lord God. We want to come into agreement with that so that a yes on earth becomes a yes in heaven and a no on earth is a no in heaven. Thank you so much, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.